Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you're having an amazing day today. I want to talk about the importance of staying ready so you don't have to get ready. And when I say this, the first thing that comes to mind for me is making sure my house stays ready so I never feel that pressure of getting ready if somebody's coming by unexpectedly. But there are so many applications of this idea that can benefit our health and our finances and our fitness and our relationships. So we're going to dive into this idea today that we want to stay ready so we don't have to get ready. And we're going to break it down and get very specific. What does that mean? How do we do that in these different areas of our lives? What are some of the things that we can do, start doing, do more of to stay ready so we don't have to get ready? Before we dive into it, I want to let you know what we are giving away today. I'm going to give away a deck of my new daily question cards. You guys, if you've been around here for a while, know that I feel asking great questions and answering them honestly, asking them often, is one of the most powerful and profound ways to improve your life. The challenge for a lot of folks is that they come upon really great questions in random places and they don't have a process for going through the questions that they find to be the most powerful. So I've been thinking a lot about how to make it easier for you guys to apply the things that we talk about in the podcast so it's not an interesting 20 or 30 minutes that doesn't change your life. And One of the ideas that I've put into fruition is these daily question cards. So there's beautiful designed deck of 121 cards. Each one has a unique question on it. They're really pretty. If you haven't seen pictures of them, uh, I've been posting them on my Instagram stories and in the Primal Potential Facebook group. But that's what I'm going to give away today. I'll also link uh, how you can get your own pack. They are shipping in real time. So... If you were to order it today, there's no reason you shouldn't have it by Christmas except for maybe delays in the postal system. Um, But I'll put that link in the show description. I'll announce the winner at the end of the episode and you can be eligible to win just by leaving a review of this podcast wherever you listen. I feel like I first heard this phrase, stay ready so you don't have to get ready with regards to sports. And how you never want to get too far out of game day shape as a team or as an individual, because that just means you have to work that much harder. When we think about an athlete with an off season, the further they get from game day ready, the harder they have to work again and again and again, season after season after season to get ready. So the idea is stay ready so that you don't have to get ready and that becomes a competitive advantage. And I don't know about you, but I have had many moments where I've panicked when I heard somebody knock on the door or I saw a friend's car pull in the driveway and then that race of thoughts goes through my mind like, 
oh, the kitchen is a disaster or is the toilet clean? (laughs) And it's such a great reminder with my house to stay ready so I don't have to get ready. I've mentioned this before, but one of the things that I remember so vividly from growing up is how bonkers my mom would get before a big holiday party that we were hosting or maybe a party with her church friends. And for days beforehand, it would just be this tornado of cleaning and organizing and doing all of these things. And it was very intense. It was very stressful. And it defies the idea of, you know, staying ready. What made it so hard was that we had to get ready and we were always having to get ready. Every time somebody would come over, we had to get ready, which is so different from staying ready. It, the thing that just came to mind as I'm as I'm explaining, you know, what it was like in that stressful time as being a kid is if you keep up, you never have to catch up. If you keep up with your work, you don't ever have to catch up, which is so stressful and overwhelming. If you keep up with your schoolwork, you never have to catch up. If you keep up with your bookkeeping, you never have to catch up. And it's the catch up that's always so difficult. And that's very aligned with this idea of stay ready so you don't have to get ready. My husband has a very open door policy with our home. And I, and I love that about him. He tells everybody and really means it, whether it's friends or family, hey, you're welcome anytime. Come on in. You don't have to knock. And though I wasn't raised that way and it's taken an adjustment, I really love that and I want that. I want our home to be the one that our friends know that if they're in the area, they don't have to have an appointment. They don't have to let us know ahead of time. They don't have to stand up. Like They can just literally walk in. I love that our friends and our family feel that with us. It's very important. And it's been an adjustment. When we first started living together, there were many times where my husband would casually say, oh, Dave's going to swing by. And I'd be like, when? And he'd kind of look out the window and be like, now, any minute now. And I'd be irritated trying to clean off the counter or pull my hair up or, you know, get ready in some way. And I don't like that feeling. I really love the vibe of knowing that eh, anybody can stop by any time. We're good. We're good. Now, that does not mean that my house is constantly clean and tidied. My mudroom is almost always full of boxes of deliveries that need to be broken down or burned. There's almost always toys all over the floor. But I do have this general sense of I don't ever want to have somebody come in and feel mortified by, you know, a sink full of dishes or something like that. This idea of staying ready so we don't have to get ready has so much crossover appeal, right? It's not just your house when guests come by staying ready in that regard. It's staying ready with your health for when illness strikes, staying ready with your marriage for when temptation comes or difficulty comes, staying ready so you don't have to get ready related to your skills when opportunity comes or your finances when hardship comes. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready when hardship comes or opportunity knocks or temptation surfaces. Silly things like stay ready so you don't have to get ready when it turns out somebody's going to jump in your car for a ride and that way you're not embarrassed feeling like, oh my gosh, there's just trash everywhere and there's not even room for them to fit in the car. I remember 
when I was unexpectedly hospitalized with the twins and that meant my sister, her girlfriend, my mom, my mother-in-law were all going to be like staying over my house at different times. I was not ready. (laughs) And I was embarrassed about that. And sure, it's not a big deal. It didn't last very long, but it was a really great reminder of stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Whether that means making your bed or picking up your dirty laundry or cleaning your bathrooms or a big one for me, and we'll talk kind of more specifics about this, a big one for me is with financial documentation and all sorts of tax forms and bookkeeping and receipts because I had too many tax seasons where gathering all of those documents for my CPA was incredibly stressful. And it didn't need to be because if I had stayed ready, I wouldn't have to get ready and it would have saved me not only a lot of time, it would have saved me a lot of stress and a lot of anxiousness. I had my first mammogram a few weeks ago. Everything came back normal, thank God. But I was very nervous going into it because in the two weeks prior to my first mammogram, two people in my family that are very close to me got calls back for lumps that they needed to have uh, looked at further. And combine that with just some postpartum anxiety that is my life at this present moment, I was very anxious going into my mammogram. And I kept thinking like, all right, if there's a problem, these are the things that I'm going to do. These are the dietary changes that I'm going to make. These are the lifestyle changes that I'm going to make. These are the work changes that I'm going to make. These are the supplement changes that I'm going to make. And it hit me so hard. Hey, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. If something happens with your health, you don't want to feel like, okay, now I'll start taking nutrition seriously. Now I'll start taking movement seriously. Now I'll start taking stress management or supplementation or any number of different things. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. One of the big things for me in recognizing this with my finances was when Dagny died. And at the same exact time, because Dagny died March 20th of 2020, businesses shut down for months. Months. And if I thought about money from the standpoint of staying ready so you don't have to get ready, that that season would have looked very different. But we don't know what is coming where we might not be able to make the money we've been making for a period of time or we might be able to we might not be able to work the way that we've been working for a period of time so it is imperative that we stay ready so we don't have to get ready because you probably won't have the time to get ready that you want to have whether we're talking about somebody coming into your house and you want to clean the bathroom or we're talking about a financial situation you're probably not going to have as much time as you want or as you need to get ready which makes staying ready all the more important let's break this down and get very very specific i want to help you generate some ideas and some of them might apply and others surely don't apply But I want you to be able to take this idea and take action on it. Do something with it. Change something about your approach so that it's not just something interesting that sparked new thoughts in you. I want it to be something that shifts the way you're doing something. Maybe not in every area of your life, but certainly in some area of your life. So let's look at money first. What are some ideas of things that we could do or start doing and put energy regularly into doing that would allow us to stay ready so we don't have to get ready. One of the big ones, y'all, no matter how long it takes, 
pay down your debt. It took me maybe about a year and a half or so when I was getting out of debt in 2013, maybe 2012, 2013. I followed Dave Ramsey's total money makeover approach. You certainly don't have to. You can take out the book from the library if you want. But in short, he says, tackle the smallest debt first. And I remember we had some credit card or some sort of credit line that had like 300, less than $320 on it. And that was the first one. And when it was paid off, it was gone. And we moved on to the next smallest one that was probably like seven or $800. And we were working our way up to debts that were $100,000. We had student loan debt and different things like that. Cars. But pay down your debt. That is a massive move that you can make to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Have an emergency fund. There's lots of different philosophies on this. I'm not a financial expert. The Dave Ramsey approach talks about first having uh, $1,000, a $1,000 emergency fund. And then once you're out of debt, work up to having three to six months of expenses in an emergency fund. For me, at this point in my life, I want to have more than that. And that's in large part because I have kids. I just want to have a little bit longer of a runway. And the other part of that is I've seen what has happened to my work capacity and my earning potential in big times of transition after Dagny died, after Roman was born, when the twins were in the NICU. And so I just want to give myself more of a cushion. Everybody's different. You might feel really great right now, starting with one month of expenses and emergency fund. Heck, $1,000 might be a really great improvement for you, but have an emergency fund. Another thing that you can do to stay ready financially so you don't have to get ready is having another stream of income so that you know you can get some extra cash as needed. I was talking to my husband, Chris, who most of you guys know, left his job when the twins were born because I was driving back and forth to the hospital every single day and we had a 15-month-old son at home and it just didn't make sense for him to be working. It just wasn't feasible at that time. And so he's kind of remained the full-time stay-at-home parent, but we really kind of split those duties. Anyway, He's been talking about going back to school in the spring semester, not for a like a, a particular like four year degree or something like that, but to learn uh, an architectural skill so that if there was a time where, hey, I need a couple thousand dollars, he has a skill that he can leverage for that. I'm going to do some uh, contract work for this firm that needs some CAD designers or or something like that. It just gives him another way, if more money is needed, to contribute with that. It could be things that you sell on Etsy. It could it could be any number of things, but have some stream of income that is a way that you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Another one that costs nothing other than your time, is have all of your accounts organized. Meaning, have there be a protected file where you list out all of your checking accounts, all of your savings accounts, all of your credit card accounts, all of your investment accounts, where they're at, the username and password. Have all of that in one place. I like to keep a spreadsheet beyond that of what accounts need 
monthly or annual contributions, right? Like there's my SEP, there's my solo 401k, there's the kids 529s, there's the kids Roths, there's my Roth, there's, you know, all of these different things, uh, the kids savings accounts. Keep it all organized because it is the biggest headache and it takes so much more time when you're not organized and you never know whether because of an audit or because of a tax situation or because of a death in the family, you never know when you're going to need that information. So stay ready so you don't have to get ready. One of the big things that I make sure to stay on top of, and I mentioned this at the top of the show, I learned the hard way how painful it is to not be organized in this way. I keep all of my financial documents in a Google Drive. If you were to go into my Google Drive, you would see a folder called taxes. And if you clicked on that folder called taxes, you would see folders with different years, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. The other day when I made a donation to a nonprofit, I did it on my computer. I took a screenshot of the receipt and then I have a folder in the 2023 folder that says charitable contributions. And I put the receipt in there. That way, when tax time comes, I have all of my mortgage statements. I have my investment account statements. I don't have to go in 16 different places to pull documents and and get stressed over it. It's all in one spot. When my CPA sends me my taxes every year, I download the files. I put them in the Google Drive so that if somebody says, you know, say we're going to buy another house and somebody says, okay, I need to see your tax returns for the last two years. It's never like, oh, crap, I'm searching through email accounts trying to find it. Nope, it's all in one place. And some of you guys probably crush this and are way more organized than I am. But this was a big one that I had to grow up with and get more mature about. And the amount of stress and time that it saves me is just hard to wrap my head around. Let's look at the area of health. What are some examples of things that we can do so that with our health, we are staying ready so we don't have to get ready? Keep our weight in a healthy range. Nobody wants to be in a situation where we get a diagnosis or we come upon a health struggle and then it's like, okay, now I need to get serious about it. No, do it now so you don't have to do it under pressure or when it's too late, or when you really don't have the time to do what you need to do, get your weight in a healthy range. Build muscle. You don't want to wait to be like, oh man, this probably would have gone differently if I had been a little healthier, if I had been a little bit more fit, if I had had some muscle mass built up. Do it now. Here's one you can take action on today. Schedule your annual physical your mammogram, your pap smear, if you're a guy, your prostate exam. Get these things scheduled. Don't skip years. Don't get behind. If you don't have those things, maybe it's been a year or two. Maybe you're like, I don't even have a primary care uh, provider. Today, make a phone call. Get it done. Don't sleep on those things. Get lingering symptoms checked out. If there's something that's kind of been nagging at you and, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Don't put yourself in a situation where if you had addressed it right away, it would have been manageable, but because you waited multiple years or multiple months, now it's not. I have a friend who her husband thought that he had a hernia, and he was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's no big deal, like it's manageable, whatever, and years went by. 
where it was like sometimes it kind of flared up and bothered him and other times it was nothing, but he didn't want to deal with the appointments and he didn't want to pay the co-pays and make the time. Well, it turned out it wasn't a hernia. It was actually cancer. And it had spread to multiple areas of his body. And you it's not to say that if you're right on top of things that everything is going to be manageable and nothing's going to be, you know, a big problem. It's not to say that at all, but you're certainly putting yourself in a situation where you have a higher chance of getting to things before they're really problematic and or untreatable if you stay on top of it. Eat well. Eat well regularly and do whatever you need to do to get consistent with that. Do not allow this to be another month where you're kind of on and you're kind of off. Do not allow there to be another year, another quarter where you thought about it a lot, but you didn't really make progress. Do what you need to do to get consistent with the way that you fuel your body. Take the supplements that are right for you. Make it a priority. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. How about relationships? What are some things that we can do with our relationships so that we stay ready and we don't have to get ready? I I never want to be in a situation where it's like, I wish I had made more of an effort with this person. I wish I had reached out and then it's too late. The other day I sent out a group text to my extended family and I said, all right, I know finding a date that works for everybody is super challenging, especially around the holidays, but let's do it. Let's figure it out. Here are two options. Everybody vote. And within 48 hours, though it took, you know, a little bit of time to set it up, I had arranged a holiday gathering for my extended family that I don't think has happened in several years. It's worth the effort. Don't put yourself in a situation where you wish you had visited that person or you wish that you had connected with them again before it's too late. Call, write, plan dates, plan get-togethers. One thing for me that I think of when I think of staying ready so I don't have to get ready with relationships is one-on-one dates with my kids. I don't want it to be something that I start when I feel the pressure of them leaving home and then they have other things competing for their time and and that relationship isn't solidified. I want to be one-on-one dating my kids when they're one year old, when they're two years old, when they're three years old. I never want it to be something that like, oh, I should start that now. I want to always be doing it. Date nights with your spouse. Admittedly, I suck at this. I'm in a season of life where it's challenging with the little kids, but I know that I can get better even if we're having a little date at home after the kids go to bed. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. What about home? This is a huge one of opportunity, especially for me. One thing I've been working on in this regard is take stuff out of the car on every trip. I feel like when I leave, I bring 50 things into the car because there's like two bottles and a sippy cup and there's a diaper bag. But then there's also this big pile of winter clothes in case we need more winter stuff. And then I've got my coffee cup and Chris has got a bottle of water. And before I know it, my car is just filled with crap and it stresses me out. So Now, whether I'm running to the post office or I'm going to the gym or I'm taking the whole family to church or whatever it is, when I get out of the car, I carry as much in as I can so that it's not just accumulating and accumulating and accumulating. And then when my mother-in-law wants to ride in the car with me, I don't have to be like, oh, give me a second to like clear you out a spot. I hate that. Have a cleaning routine. 
one thing I do some things every single day, like I sweep and swiffer the floors daily. I have to. My kids throw food everywhere and I have a dog. Um, but like Friday morning, I vacuum. God bless you if you vacuum far more than once a week. But like I'm feeling good that I do that once a week. Be realistic about how much you're going to do and when you're going to do it. I always make a very specific plan about when I'm going to do it. And I'm not like, oh, at 10 o'clock because then the kids are napping and then I can't do it. But I'll say something like when I get all three kids in their high chairs for breakfast, I'm going to take three minutes and I'm going to vacuum because everybody's up off the floor and that's when I'm going to do it. Everybody's awake. Everybody's satisfied for at least two or three minutes. That's when I'm going to do it. Have some sort of routine like that. I, I pick up my room on Saturday nights. That's just how I roll. And when you do it regularly, it doesn't take as much time. If I only clean my room once a month, it takes a lot longer than if I'm cleaning my room every week. One thing I've shared about before, I've actually gotten away from it uh, and I need to get back to it, is a full load of laundry from start to finish every single day. Washed, dried, folded, put away. Oh my gosh. Staying on top of it? Game changer. I empty the dishwasher first thing in the morning so that dishes don't have to go in the sink from breakfast and then it's just sort of like, ah, crap, the dishwasher's still clean. Another thing that I do kind of like the car, anytime I go upstairs, I take something with me. And anytime I go downstairs, I take something with me. Could be a pile of dirty laundry. Could be a coffee cup from earlier. But I'm always, you know, there's always something that has to go upstairs to be put away, usually laundry. And there's always something that has to go downstairs. Could be a bag of trash. Could be a bottle of water. Just get in the habit of doing that. It helps you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. This is such an important thing to embrace to make our lives more manageable and reduce our stress. There's a lot of stress that just isn't going to get reduced. It is what it is. It's present. It's prominent. But there are a lot of things that stress us out that are in our control. And I think this is a big opportunity in any different category, financial, business, home, relationships, health, all of the above. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. The winner today is getting that deck of 121 daily question cards. The decks came out so beautifully, far exceeded my expectations. They're really, really lovely. Um, would make great gifts as well. The winner is Sherry96. S-H-E-R-Y 96. If that is the username that you use to leave a review of the podcast, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving a review. Email me. Elizabeth at primalpotential.com within 60 days of this episode airing. Let me know that you are the winner for 1151 and include your mailing address and I will get that deck of question cards out to you if you already have one. Great. Now you have a gift to give to somebody else or a backup set for your office or anything like that. But thanks for listening. If you leave a review, you'll be eligible to win. We usually give things away on our Saturday episodes. I'll also link those question cards in the show description if you want to grab a pack for yourself or somebody that you love. I hope you guys have an amazing day and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>